This episode is brought to you by Tovito, the Jewish video streaming app that parents call a lifesaver. With Tovito, I'm confident that when I give my kids video time, I'm giving them content that aligns with my family's values in a safe space. Whether it's because you're traveling with your kids, they're home from school while you're trying to get ready for Passover, or you just want to reward them with movie night, Tovito is there for you. And now you can claim 15% off the annual subscription using the code JMM at checkout. That's only $84.99 a year to access videos you approve of and that kids love. My kids rave about Tobito, and hey, I do too. Go check it out at Tobito.com. That's T-O-V-E-E-D-O.com. And use the code JMM at checkout to get 15% off your Tobito subscription. Now, just in time for Passover, when the kids will be home or you'll be traveling, download Tobito for kosher entertainment that will keep the family happy. Claim 15% off with the code JMM at Tobito.com. Jewish Money Matters, episode 314, Ask Yael. You're listening to Jewish Money Matters, the podcast where Jewish wisdom and spirituality meet your money and your business. Money is a means to serve God in this world with joy, to build a life that leaves an imprint way beyond our time in this world. I want you to discover the secrets to Jewish wealth, to gain practical and spiritual tools to break free from the shackles of financial worry to design the joyful, rich life that your soul desires. Welcome to Jewish Money Matters. I'm Yael Trush, and I'm so glad you're here. You're listening to Jewish Money Matters. I'm Yael Trush. Welcome to the show. Another Friday Ask Yael episode. Friday, March the 3rd, the 10th of Adar. It's actually my husband's birthday, his Hebrew birthday. And it's, of course, so mazel tov to him, I should say. He takes a lot of credit for this podcast um, being around for six years. You should know a lot. He, he is very much involved in the production of, of this show <laughs> and of giving, giving me the strength to keep it going and the encouragement to even get it started six years ago. Can you believe it's six years? But anyway, I digress. We need to talk about the fact that it's been six years. I don't, I don't think I made a big to-do this year, but I really need to. But anyway, let's make a big to-do about the fact that number one, it's his birthday, Mazel Tov, and number two, it's a Friday before Purim, right? And as uh, you probably know this, Purim is next Monday. Very exciting. Next Monday night, Tuesday, right? Day, very exciting, very happy time. One of my kids who goes to school out of state will be here with us. So we're looking forward to that and to the whole holiday, Purim, it's always a lot of fun in this family. A look at this week on the podcast. Earlier this week, I had my friend Alex Kaplan talking about the unlikely journey towards purchasing her first home in LA in 2022 at a point where when mortgage rates had doubled. And it was such a fascinating conversation. And she did a great job of walking us through the process of the years. I mean, she was, I think she's at 17 years looking for a property, finding this property, closing on this one. I mean, it was so, so good. Aside from the fact that I love my friend and I loved hanging out with her, but this episode was gold. If you haven't listened, I encourage you to go back. It's a great listen for any of us who are making high stakes financial decisions. And I know we all are at some point, right? So whether you're looking to purchase a home or not, I think you should go check out episode 313. You're going to love it. It's very relatable. Um, The other thing that happened this week, only yesterday, Thursday, I finished my 10 week coaching program. God wants you to be rich. You know, I love my program, right? Because I just love spending 10 weeks with my students. And it's just always so fun. And at the at the same time, the end of it is always so emotional, 
on the on the one hand, it's so rewarding and exciting to see how much the ladies have grown over the last few weeks and how much their their lives have changed. Uh, on the other hand, it's sad to you know let go. But I I do actually have to read you because I just opened the Google form. We just sent a feedback form a few hours ago, and this first testimonial just came in, and I was so emotional when I when I read this. And one of the things that she wrote in that in that that feedback form is. Um, her name is Aggie and she wrote, this is the best personal financial class I've had. This is way, it is the best personal financial class I've had the chance to participate. I have learned more in 10 weeks than in five years in economics university, along with almost three decades of hands-on work in business. Most of all, Hashem was consistently center of the teaching, an aspect extremely important to me and my husband. No financial professionals I know of, including educators, subject matter writers, etc., that are out there are willing to consider such an approach or break enough to go against the mainstream academic instruction. Additionally, the class addresses the relationship with money, focusing on addressing slash uncovering deeply rooted negative beliefs, healing, putting the entire approach around the money in a new, healthy, objective perspective. The more we focused on this aspect, the more I noticed, even in such a short period of time, the improvement on other aspects of my life, including relationship with my husband, improving our shalom bayit, bitachon, increased confidence in myself and in the future. Thank you so very much, Yael, for all your generosity, effort, kindness, patience, and support. You have been a blessing to us, me and my family. May Hashem bless you and your beloved ones with great happiness, health, wealth, and everything else your heart desires. I mean, you guys, I was literally so emotional when I read this. I just say that it's the best personal, like after years in economics class and in business school, this is still considered the best personal finance class she's ever taken. And I'm also looking here. She also said that with the practical things that she accomplished during the last 10 weeks, tracking uh, closely the monthly cost, working to develop the budget, opening investment accounts, reviewing the status of our pension funds from a different sound perspective. I mean, this is just incredible. So anyway, I was very emotional to read that and to continue to read. I will continue to read all the comments. Uh, I might continue to share this because with you, or I might not, maybe it bores you. But anyway, I just needed to share because I was so emotional when I opened this just now. And so, as I said, it's also sad to end. But on the other hand, I know that they have tools to go on on this journey. And if you're listening and you're like, ooh, that really sounds like something I would want to get myself involved in. I want to join that God Wants You to Be Rich program. Um, yes, uh, you can do so. You can do, you can't join the program right now, but you can join the waitlist. And that's at yeltrush.com forward slash waitlist. Again, if you're looking to work on your money mindset and management and you want to do it in a place that aligns with Jewish values, this is what you do. You join the waitlist, yeltrush.com forward slash waitlist so that I can let you know as soon as the doors open uh, next time for God Wants You to Be Rich. All right. So this week we are saying thank you to no nickname one, two, three, four, left a review, says, love her mission, BH, such a powerful example of what Jewish women contribute to the world. Thank you for eliminating an area of life that can be used for such holy things and can also often omit Hashem's blessings and partnership through fear and scarcity. I look forward to learning more from you. Thank you, no nickname one, two, three. It sounds to me like I hadn't shared this review on the show yet, I hope, but um, either way, I haven't connected with you, so... 
I'm pretty sure I didn't share this and I just found it and I loved it. And I'm so glad that you were enjoying the podcast. Please send me an email, yael at yaeltrush.com or DM me at yaeltrush on Instagram and tell me that you are no name one. No, no nickname, one, two, three, four, who left the review, and I'll send you a link for us to schedule a 20-minute call. All right, let's hit the mailbag. Today, the first question comes in from Aliza, who asks, uh, she asked this via Facebook, I want to say, my husband has a defined benefit pension plan from a previous employer. Should he roll it over into an IRA? Yes, Aliza, you can roll it over, and you probably should. <laughs> when you do a rollover, you you will not incur any withdrawal or tax penalty. And the reason that you should is because you will have more flexibility in terms of the way that the money is invested. Um, you will have a lot more options inside your IRA account than what you have now. So it's good that you had a pension plan. Um, this, you know, this retirement money is there thanks to your previous employer. But now, now that you're not with them, you should just take it and make it your own. Keep it in your IRA. It gives you a lot more flexibility. And the way you do that is you open your IRA account and then you fill out the request to have your pension plan transferred, meaning you uh, you authorize the company with whom you have your, uh, your IRA to withdraw your pension into your IRA. Alternatively, you would tell the pension plan management company to transfer the pension into your IRA. Either way, um, the first way, the first step is to go to Vanguard or to Fidelity or Schwab or whatever online broker you choose and open the account. And there you'll have the steps to follow. And you can always call. I know with Vanguard, you can always call them and have them guide you through it. The most important thing is to not cash out the money. Otherwise, you will incur the tax penalty. Um, instead, you just want to do a transfer. So depending on where your pension is, you might it might work out that you receive a check in the mail instead of a transfer, and then they give you 60 days to deposit. It usually is 60 days to deposit it into your IRA. Again, just follow the instructions, ask them all those questions, head over to the online broker and open the IRA, and then ask them what the next step is to get the pension transfer into your IRA. Um, but it's a step-by-step process, and it's pretty seamless. All right. Good luck with that, Elisa. And thank you for the question. And the next question is from Yael Rivka. I like your name, Yael. <laughs> she asked also on Facebook. She says, this is not a money related uh, question. Well, nah, I think everything everything is within the context of this show. Look at this question. It's great. She said, I loved your post on public speaking. As you know, I've been sharing some of my best public speaking tips. So that's what she's referring to. I still have more to share. And I, I, I yes, I will share with you here. I keep saying that I will. And I haven't gotten, didn't I say I was going to do this this week? Okay. It's, it's been, it's been a long week <laughs> next week, please God. So anyway, yeah, El Rivka continues. So she's been, she's been, um, She's been following these posts that I've been posting about my tips, my public speaking tips. <laughs> and she says, I agree so much that there is a difference between one who speaks with notes and one without. That's why I try not to use notes. I was wondering what you think. I love learning and love speaking when I'm in the speech. The process for me, though, to recall all the information seems so burdensome and I spend so much time on it to the extent that I've been wondering if this is what Hashem wants me to be doing or should I just stick to my one on one counseling? Any thoughts? So I guess she's a counselor, a therapist, some sort of coach, something like that. So here's what I think, Yael Rivka. I think they're not mutually exclusive, the speaking and the counseling. It sounds to me like you want to continue to do both, except that public speaking is a painful process, and I can relate. It is, I mean, crafting the words, practicing, memorizing, 
Yes, it is. But as you said, when it's all said and done, you love how much you've learned and you love delivering. That's what it sounds like. So I think there's your answer. If you love it so much that it's worth the effort, then continue to do it. If you see that your effort is paying off in terms of impacting an audience, then please continue to do it. Put in the effort. And remember that the return for the effort compounds because that same preparation that you will that you put in you know, you're going to use that many times over um, as we tend to use the same speech, not just on multiple stages. That's one. Yes, you will use it many times. So all that um, initial investment of time and effort, it's going to pay off because you're going to use the same speech on multiple stages. So every time you use it, you're not preparing to the same degree, but you're also going to use it as part of multiple podcast of multiple articles for the media, right? Um, so it's the same message. Now you've crafted it. So the upfront investment um, really has can have a big return. So yes, it's a painful process, that upfront investment of crafting that message and then memorizing it and all that. But it is so helpful because it hones your ability to communicate an idea clearly and in the best way possible. So my feeling is don't give up. The fact that it's hard doesn't sound like it's an indicator that Hashem doesn't want you to continue. It actually might be an indicator that this is exactly where you need to be. Um, And again, if indeed the result is one where you feel good about it, you feel expansive, you feel fulfilled, that you feel like you've grown, that you've served others, that you've impacted others, then trust that. Trust that that feeling, trust that that means that God wants you to be there despite the effort that is required. All right, so good luck with that. Keep us posted. Um, And I'm very happy that there's women out there um, engaging in public speaking. It's so important. All right, so the third question is from Sarah on Instagram. And she says, "Um, Yael, I'm constantly worried about my financial future, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) You know, help, feedback. All right, Sarah, I think you've arrived at the right place. Um, She sent me this DM on Instagram. uh, And you can do the same, by the way. So Sarah, I, I want you not to be constantly worried and everybody in the audience listening. That's not the way we want to be approaching money. And I know it's easier said than done, but listen to me on this one. Okay. What I want to do is I want to invite you and all the listeners to learn the gate of trust. In fact, I'm going to invite you formally to come learn it with me every Thursday night. It's completely free. You can do that at yaeltrush.com forward slash bitachon. That's where you register. And bitachon, I think you know, it's B-I-T-A-C-H-O-N. So yaeltrush.com forward slash bitachon. That's where you register for the free class on Thursday night. If you live in Europe or Israel and you're not going to be able to make it Thursday night, um, then you're going to get the replay. And I have many, many people enrolled in the class who then um, write to me, Erev Shabbos, that they have a routine of watching or listening as they cook and prepare for Shabbos the next day in Israel or wherever they are in the world. So you can do, you can register and do that as well. You don't have to join me live if you can't. But I want to share something personal. You know, when I first noticed that I was a person who worried about money or about my financial future back in 2008, I also noticed that the Lubavitcher Rebbe said three things. I heard these time and time again. Strengthen your trust in God. More bitachon, more more meaning more more bitachon, more trust, more parnasa or more life. More bitachon, more parnasa meaning more trust, more livelihood. And study the gate of trust, and not just study it once, but three or four times. And that's when I started paying attention and thinking, wait, perhaps I've always assumed that I trust. I mean, here I am, a woman of faith, aren't I? I mean, I'm 
I keep Shabbat, I, you know, I keep kosher, I do the things, right? So, of course, I trust. <laughs> well, you know, it really made me stop and think, well, do I, right? And when I followed the advice and I started studying the grade of trust, I realized, oh, I'm in diapers when it comes to this. Like, I've been totally delusional and I really haven't cultivated what trust really is. And if and when I do, so much of my thoughts and feelings about money are going to change for the better. And that is the bottom line. That is the truth. So Sarah, get yourself the book, learn it by yourself, learn it with a friend or come to the class with other women in the audience and learn it. You can register at yaletrush.com forward slash pitachon. But again, my advice to you is this is going to help you not be constantly worried about your financial future or about any anything, anything that, you know, I mean, there's so much noise out there. <laughs> there's so much noise trying to make us scared. So that's my advice for everybody. And that is a wrap, my friends. I want you to have a happy Purim. Of course I do. Enjoy. Next week on the podcast, we have David Sachs, host of Spiritual Tools for an Outrageous World. Yeah, talk about, right? <laughs> a world out there wants to make us crazy and not trust. <laughs> He's going to be here on the show. I'm looking forward to that. Please take a minute to leave a review and rating on your Apple Podcast app. That's the best way to help the show continue to grow and serve other listeners like yourself. And I will be rewarding you by selecting a reviewer of the week and gifting you a 20-minute money session. In the meantime, thanks so much for being here. And of course, to Aliza, Yael, Rivka, and Sarah, thanks so much for your questions. Continue to send those in. DM me on Instagram or email me. Have a Shabbat Shalom and a happy Purim. Purim.